Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee, and what's the course record? I'm ready. Clubhouse VIP. This is episode 72. My name is Woody, and I'm joined as always with Pro K. What's up, man? Not much. How was your weekend, man? Uh, rainy. Not rainy. Uh, windy. Yeah, you were complaining about the wind. I saw that. You played some golf this weekend? Yeah. There were literally trees falling around us. I found it. We're good. All right. Now it's a normal show. All right, cool. So trees were falling around. Dude, that, that's a normal coastal day in the summer in, in Florida, man. Is it? Trees wind, yeah. Wind down. gusts in the 50s. Yeah. I mean, well, that's why there's a lot of palm trees in Florida. Like palm trees can literally like bend like sideways, like, you know, like almost like a U. They won't come out of the ground. They won't break. That's why you see palm trees in Florida. Pine trees. Do not. Pine trees got a little give in them. Look, Florida gets a lot of hurricanes and you drive around Florida, you see a lot of pine trees. Why are they, why are they growing so tall? It's science. Science. Now, pine trees are scary though during hurricanes because the wind's blowing and they crack. They're like... That's scary because it sounds like it's going to snap any minute, but they do have give. Well, Ohio pine trees just fall down. Well, they're not used to it. So, had a big weekend myself. Um, went to the card shop with my daughter. I don't know if I should be getting her into trading cards because she's like doing okay in life without this sort of addiction. And I've been doing pretty good without an additional addiction. But they got me. I'm in it. I'm in it. You done got got. We talked we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. So I went and bought the so all right. So look, all right, let me ask you this. So I don't want the whole episode to be about trading cards, but um, it's happening right now in my life, so it's relevant. When did you used to collect sports cards? Were you a normal kid? Yeah. Okay. Did you do any of the stupid Pokemon like nope. magic? I don't mean uh, stupid as I mean I I'm was sure. a male child. Well, that's what I was trying to avoid was that comment. Um, there's <laughs> listen. I don't. I don't get into. I never got into Pokemon. Um, but dude, some of those cards are like crazy, like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so real quick, some things that I've learned about the trading card industry 
that has changed? Like, how long has it been since you've bought a pack of cards or a box or something? Forever. Uh, I was probably 13. Have you ever heard of the the, of the company Pan- Panini? Pinnacle? Panini. No. Panini? Mm-mm. Tops. Yes. They own everything in the sports card industry. So I'm going to hold this up to the camera. That's backwards. How do I do this to where it's not backwards? Shit. It's backwards. It's in Don the Don Russ. Yeah, Don Russ. You remember Don Russ? Yeah. Panini owns Don Russ now. Gotcha. Where the hell did the other box go? Oh, here we go. You know what that is? Backwards. The second pick in the draft? No, not the guy in the picture. What's the word say? It's backwards, but... Bowman? Bowman. You're familiar it's with not, Bowman, it's right? It's backwards to me. Oh, it's not? Oh, okay. So you're familiar with Bowman. Remember Bowman, right? No. You don't Never remember Bowman? Bowman's mm. like old school like cards. Like Bowman is like old school. Anyway, Tops owns Bowman now. And where the hell's the damn... All right. So anyway, long story short, they, they still have some of the brands. I literally just bought a box of cards and I've lost it. Oh, here we go. So you remember this? This brand? Yes. Okay. So this brand still exists, right? Mm-hmm. Owned by Panini. So it, it goes on and on and on and on, but it's basically Tops and Panini. And Panini started, I think, in the early 2000s, probably when we got out of trading cards. Like it was, we were, we were uh, in trading cards in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, more and, 90s, less 80s. And then for you, you're a little bit younger than me. But then, then we got, then we discovered vagina, and we stopped collecting cards. Is that pretty much what happened? Uh sure. You might have discovered it like in the last like five or six years, but I'm just saying like typically that's what happens. Like when you get into high school, you know, you you you, you figure some things out. Anyway, so got to tell the quick story. Um, I have been I've decided I'm going to jump in to sports collecting again, but I decided I was going to kind of do do it. The, remember the old school way? Like what we used to do is we used to buy boxes, used to buy packs and stuff. We used to try to collect the set, right? It was all about sets, right? I mean, that was what you did. That's what I did. I was trying to always collect the sets. All right. The sets were like 500 something cards, usually in tops and shit. It was like a massive amount of cards. And what we were after though, were the rookies. But just like now, you don't know who the, like who's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. But you you always went after rookies, right? That's what was. And then every once in a while, you get some special cards, or what we used to always call them special cards. Like these are like the the fancy cards, but they weren't even really fancy nowadays, dude. Like a like an autograph is like in like like a lot of boxes. Like like for instance, went to the card shop, bought a bought a box of Bowman University twenty twenty two. This is the first cards that I'm going after. Okay. What's special about these cards? 
That's that's these right here. Well, first of all, let me explain the difference here because this is this is new. So this box right I got right here is what's called a blaster box. This is retail PV blaster box. So this is this is retail. Retail means it's sold in like Target, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, shit like that, right? Retail. Mm-hmm. A hobby box is sold in sports card places. You could buy it directly from the company itself. Um, hobby box, like this blaster box right here, it has seven, car- was it seven, seven packs, four or five cards per pack or something like that. Anyway, this right here comes with seven packs, 25 bucks at Walmart or Target, right? Mm-hmm. The hobby box has 24 packs, $140. The hobby box is guaranteed at least two. We're not guaranteed. It's supposed to have two autos per box on average. And then you get like other, like what they call parallels. Parallels are the special cards. So the reason why I picked the Bowman 2022 Bowman Chrome, Bowman University Chrome is because first of all, like the, um, the cards themselves they're chrome. They're shiny. They're cool looking cards. You know who that is? You know who that guy is? Alert. Is that CJ? Oh, yeah. That's your boy. You, you would have his baby. No. You would have his baby. <laughs> I anyway. think he's the best quarterback Ohio State's produced. It will. And again, rookie, right? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but what's cool about these cards, this is the first year that these these big companies have licenses with the uh, NCAA like the teams and the players for the NIL so you're at you're at, so the, what this entire like set is it's all college players some of them are being drafted this year some of them are not it's a 100 card set and then you get a bunch of like like extras like ex, like like parallels and special cards right but th- that's the whole point. It's like it's all college guys. Like I like this one right here, the CJ Stroud, and, and it, it's brand new. It just came out. Like it came out literally like a month or so ago. Like Beckett, you remember Beckett? Mm-hmm. Beckett's like the they give you the value of the cards and stuff. They don't even have the values for these cards yet. They're so new. So anyway, we we bought a, a hobby box and we opened it in the in the shop. Here's what we got. I'll start with this is one of the autos. I don't know if you can see this. Can you see the name there? Do you know who he is? Uh, I see he's from Florida State. Florida State, Akeem Dent, safety. Um, a lot of, dude, I don't know who any of these players are. They're all <laughs> college guys. You know what I mean? Akeem Dent, autograph, right? Don't know what this or is, is he worth. projected to be drafted. He's going back to school next year. Sick. So he's going to be in college. So he's got a full year of college left and he's coming out. So these cards are like cards that you probably are going to hang on to for a couple of years before you actually see what the players are going to do, you know? But again, it's the first card, first trading card that has the, like, bro, look, it's crazy. It's got the fucking Seminoles logo on it, dude. Can you see? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't exist ever. So the licensing has changed. And then this is a this is a yellow. This is what you call a parallel. You see this? This is like great for podcasting because no one else can see it. But you can't you have the light has to hit it right. The edges are yellow. This is this is a numbered card. 
This is numbered 50 out of 75. So this card is projected to hit one out of every 288 packs, I think. And there's 24 packs per box. So that's like... Is that the guy that is going to jail? This is Eric Gilbert. No, this is the tight end. Eric, but he spells Eric A-R-I-K. Georgia guy, tight end. This is what you would call... This, I think this, I have to do the math again, but this card right here, the yellow, like the special card, the yellow, it's not autoed or anything, but this card is one out of like, out of very, out of, no, I'm sorry. I might've had this backwards. So I think the autograph here is like about one out of every 300 packs. This is similar, about one out of every 300 packs. There's only 75 of these cards that exist though, ever. They only printed 75. This is number 50 of 75. That's a really, this is something you would get out of like one out of every like 12 boxes, something like that. We call it a case hit. I say we like the sports card people because I'm now a sports card person. We would call this like a case hit. It might be one out of every like one and a half cases. I don't know. Um, so that's a really good card. And then we got this one here. This is, um, this is a green, I think it's called a green shimmer. Eli Ricks. It's got like this weird like shimmer to it. You can kind of see the shimmer a little bit. This is one out of, uh, I'm sorry, this is uh, this is number five out of 99. So only 99 of these cards. This is number five out of number out of 99. Again, this is probably one out of every like 100 something packs. And then the big one, bro. She hit this card. This is amazing. If I'm being greedy, I wanted it to be a better player. But this, look, check this out. Look at this. The big kahuna auto Will Anderson, top five pick, projected top five pick in the NFL draft. Sick. 150 of these cards made, one out of every 388 packs, I think. Huge, huge hit here. Um, not sure what they're worth yet, though. So anyway, long story short, I'm I'm addicted. They got me. So I'm I, if I was planning on having a girlfriend anytime soon, this this puts a this puts a wrap in that. All extra money now is going to be going towards this. So um, a lot of good cards though, like obviously like uh, all the quarterbacks: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Richardson. The whole nine yards. I've already got the complete set of the base set. So now I'm just looking for some some of the special cards. Anyway, so I went to I went to uh, went to Walmart for the podcast, and again I've lost the. Here we go. I got a I got a blaster box of some score. So I figured I'll open this periodically throughout the throughout the pod. But that's that's what I've been doing. So what do you, are you in need? Because I would I would. A hundred percent. Am I in need of a, an addiction? Yeah, like like a midlife crisis addiction, because this is a great one. No, I think I'm good. Golf is doing it for you? Golf, golf takes up all the money. It's great. Get like no return on investment. Right. See, that, that's the thing. I, I'm not addicted to... So here's some scorecards I bought before. You know who this guy is. You know who this guy, a couple of these guys here. You know that guy? 
Is that Brett? Oh, Gary Wilson. You yeah. know that guy. You know this guy too. Olave. Olave. Yeah. So he, here's here's another thing that's cool about when, when trading cards. When you start opening packs and opening boxes and stuff, you figure out the players really quickly. Like, I can't tell you because uh, these are rookies I'm holding. These are actually score. This is what's in this box right here. I bought some of the, some packs from it before. But you learn about the players pretty quickly. Um, and especially like the uh, the Bowman ones, that I, the Bowman U, they're all rookies. So I'm learning about all the rookies and everything. But I, listen, I got to be honest with you. I get like, my, I can feel my blood pressure going up every time I look at a player and it's got an Ohio State uniform on. Because you know it's going to be valuable. They, I mean, to be to be fair though, like here's what's weird, like the, like this card right here. This is one of the most desirable rookie cards in this set, and I can't figure out why. Who is that? Kenny Pickett. Oh, brother. Yeah, he's horrible, right? He's, he's garbage. Not, not great. But his fucking these cards, bro, are like this card right here. I'm holding my hand right now. You could look it, it seems up. Seems racist. This card I'm holding right now, this score Kenny Pickett rookie. I think this card's like in Beckett right now for fifteen dollars. This is just a base card, a base rookie. I think he's the highest valued rookie card in this set. But it, but it but it's like that for like all the 2022 cards. Another one that's really good is Purdy. So I don't know if it was like this before. I can't remember. But dude, there is a direct correlation to how well a player is playing currently in the value of the cards. Mm-hmm. So in the value, you could like drop off. Like right. Like for instance. Because of last year, how last year played out, Trevor Lawrence cards are on fire. Yeah. They weren't necessarily at the beginning of the year. On fire. Like now and like coming from last year into now, like just absolutely on fire. Um, What's the dude from the Chargers? Uh, Herbert? Mm -hmm. His cards are always good. But because of how it ended last year, he's on a bit of a lull right now. Like people are not as excited. People are people are popping on Trevor Lawrence more than Herbert right now. I just remember good players' cards holding value in general. Like baseball, football didn't matter. But well, right, this is kind of but, the world. We live in, but everything's but whatever right now. Right. Well, and that's what I'm, I know in the last podcast we talked about, I was like, it feels like kind of like NFTs and that's where the NFT feeling comes from to where like Herbert's a great quarterback. He's going to be a He's like Philip Rivers 2.0. He, if he has a Philip Rivers career, I think it'll be a success for him. Philip Rivers cards aren't yeah. like super valuable. Because they win any Super Bowls, right? But 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 there's but they're going to be. But he's but he's a good player. There's just not. It's just not crazy. If somebody's hot, like Patrick Mahomes, if you if you pull one of his cards, especially if it's like a numbered, like a rare card, it's like stupid money. Mm-hmm. But if Patrick Mahomes were to break his leg opening day next year and be out for the season, 
they're going to plummet, bro. So it's got this intangible value that's associated to them that's directly correlated to how they're playing right now. And that's what's different about trading cards and collecting cards. From what I understand, I'm still new. I, I'm I'm back, but I'm I'd brand new back. That, uh, Mahomes holds pretty good. Broken well, leg or not. Well, it's not that the cards go to zero. Like many people think that he's uh, already locked for the Hall of Fame. It'd be hard for him not to make the Hall of Fame. It would be mm-hmm. now for if he if he if he just retired. Like is Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer? He didn't win anything. Well, that's the difference, right? The caliber of player. Like, look, when Andrew, I wasn't into trading cards when Andrew Luck was a rookie, but I look, just looking back on it, like his rookie card, bro. Was nuts. Like he was the hot guy. Like pulling his rookies and parallels and different numbered cards. Nuts. Yeah. Now they're. I don't want to say they're worthless, but like nobody's collecting them. You know what I'm saying? Like so, th- th- and that's why it's it's kind of because of the of the nature of the business. Now you you get like this like type of collector that's a flipper. Someone that buys a card when someone's not hot, but they believe in them. And if they do some, like, for instance, Brock Purdy, no one knew who the fuck he was in January of last year. Mm -hmm. Nobody had a fucking clue. His cards weren't worth the fucking ink it was printed on. Now it's like fire. It's like, absolute fire if you get a Brock Purdy anyway so that's and then I mean is Brock Purdy going to be a Hall of Famer bro he could have a he could shit his pants all he might never play again (laughs) right so it's like okay so if you get some really cool Brock Purdy cards what do you do with them do you hold them do you collect them do you do you put them away as an investment I, I say no I say you fucking sell them while they're hot flip it Make some money, but there's going to be people that are still like collecting sets. You're still going to have people that are collecting teams that are collecting very specific players. Um, you know, like there's like in uh, just like in basketball, there's like Le- like Jordan, LeBron, Steph Curry, like those guys are iconic. They're always going to be valuable anyway. So it's just a different type of scene now when you're talking about collecting cards. And that's one reason why these uh, these Bowman U cards were interesting to me because I'm looking at cards of guys who some of these guys haven't even like left college yet. Like they're not even declaring for the draft this year. They're coming back next year. There's a guy I got here on several cards. Do you, do you follow college much? Not a lot. Not a ton, but a little bit. Do you know who this guy is? Have you ever heard of this guy? Oh, shit. I just dropped it. That's not good. No. Oh, is that? No, I haven't. He was. He didn't even play last year. <laughs> He's 17 years old, bro. He's 17 years old. His name is Cade Klubnik. Clemson starter last year just transferred. So he's from Austin, Texas. 
this is this is a, this is like one of the special cards. This is what you call this is a this is a an insert a parallel. It's called the Bowman Fifty Two. It's in that box that I bought. Anyway, Cade Cade Klubnik, quarterback Clemson. He's seventeen years old. I'm assuming. He was a finalist for the 2021 Gatorade National Player of the Year honors. Um, he became the first high school quarterback since Kyler Murray to pilot his team to back-to-back undefeated seasons in Texas highest classification. Stud quarterback coming out of Texas, went to Clemson, was a freshman last year, I'm assuming, when this was printed. Could have been. It says he had zero completion, zero yards, Zero attempts. Yeah, the, he was not. He did not play. It, but if this guy ends up, I mean, this is. I, I literally have a football card of a guy that's seventeen years old. I think he's probably eighteen now. That's just wild to me, though. Like that's never existed before. That, that's that's my point for this this set, though. That's why I'm kind of all in on it. Um, it's brand new, and it's uh, it's all young guys. But um, but anyway, we're gonna talk about. Same trend going into the draft. That's just what I've been doing. I've been uh, I've been uh, sucked back into the sports cards world, and it's expensive. Man, how much do you remember like uh, boxes being like when you used to buy a box? I don't remember. I was young and didn't buy them. I think they were like fifty bucks, bro. I doubt it. You think they're cheaper? Yeah, my parents were not well off. Like 30, 40 bucks, maybe? They had to be really cheap. So, this is a blaster box that I'm going to open tonight, right? This is a retail box. The hobby version of this is 10 packs, 10 cards per pack. I think it's 10, 10 and 10. $240 for the hobby box. How much? $240. For the hobby box. This box I have here is the retail box. Now, keep in mind, the retail boxes don't have like a lot of the big good cards in them. And it's harder to hit like really good cards. These are made for like Walmart, Target, like big box retail. They're watered down, right? So they're cheaper. This was like 25 bucks. But the hobby box is the one that you get direct from the company or at card shows or at like hobby shops. The hobby box has like autos in it. It has a lot of rare cards in it. So you get like a lot more opportunity to hit really good cards, but 240 fucking dollars, bro. Ain't happening. Nope. I mean, the Bowman U one, I bought a hobby box with that. It was 140. I, I thought I was stretching at 140. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just why. But we did hit that Will Anderson big kahuna auto. What's so, he worth? It, it, Beckett doesn't have the values of him out right now. There's one on eBay right now for sale for $99.99. But you can't really go by that as a comp because Beckett, like, there's no value for him or anything. Hmm. It's brand new cards. They've only been out for like a month or so. Right. I think Beckett's waiting for the draft to happen, and then they're going to bust out the um, the values of them. 
Because like I said, it's a unique card. It's a card that we haven't seen before. Now, like last year, this this card started last year, but it's weird. Like the, the uniforms, like because they didn't have like a licensing deal with the uh, NCAA and the teams, like the players, they had the NIL deal. So they had the players, but like the uniforms are in or like they look like they're from like 1915. Like it's just two-tone color. It's really <laughs> stupid looking like. There's they'll no logos. The, they'll they'll be the most valuable in a decade. Well, no, I see. I don't think so because there's no logos. Like they they purposely like cleaned up like the like the pictures like of all right. identifying marks of the colleges that they played at. Right. Which I to me that's not really interesting to collect those. But anyway, to each their own. <laughs> All the people listening right now that are not into sports cards are probably like, what the fuck? All right, so we're going to get off that. I am going to open this box, though. Periodically, we're just going to rip a rip a pack. Have at it. So first things first, though, let's, let's talk about... We got the draft coming up in like oh, literally 30 days. NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And we know the first pick after the Bears trade is going to be the Carolina Panthers. Mm -hmm. Word on the street is Carolina Panthers have all but basically said they're drafting CJ Stroud. Seems like a smart idea, smart decision. Best quarterback in the draft. Is he is he that much better than than Bryce Young? He's a he's a better passer, and he's he's a more accurate passer, and he's not a midget. Jalen Hurts wants a word, bro. Jalen Hurts is in the draft. I'm just saying, you're calling him a midget for being 5'11". He's like 5'10". He's like Kyler Murray's size. Kyler Murray's like 5'5", five five, bro. He's literally the Kyler Murray size. You're telling me right now. So Kyler Murray's a Tim Hunt. They measured him in the, at the combine. He's, he's like an elf. And All he's right. got baby hands. All right, so here we go. CJ Stroud goes to Carolina. The number mm-hmm. two, the number two team, or the number two pick, the team that is picking a number two, the Houston Texans, need a lot of shit. They need more than just a quarterback. If if are are they so here here's what I'm here's what I'm curious about. Are they more interested in drafting a quarterback that's a midget? Or trading out of that pick and gathering more draft picks to get more weapons, or, or are they going to tie their tie their anchor, so to speak, to uh, to Bryce Young? They're going to draft Bryce Young. So they're they're so, but if you do that, see, I don't know what where where else are they picking? Do you know where? Do they have a a couple of first round picks? I don't know what their their pick situation uh, looks yeah, like. Yeah, they have the Browns pick at like <laughs> ten. Oh well, that's good then. Yeah, so if they do, yeah, yeah, that's right. So they will, yeah, they'll definitely take the quarterback then. 
but I don't know if Bryce Young is going to be. Is he a franchise quarterback? I don't know. I is, I is Kyler, is Kyler Murray a franchise quarterback? Kyler Murray, no. I don't know that Bryce Young is is mentally childish as Kyler Murray is. Kyler Murray is like a five year old. Do you think Kyler, Do you think Kyler Murray was collecting sports cards a couple years ago? Kyler Murray's still collecting sports cards. He's probably got Call of Duty cards. Oh my god! Do Kyler Murray? Could you beat up Kyler Murray? Could you beat him in a fist fight? I doubt it. Okay. All right. Yeah, dude. None of those guys are small. I met uh, Baker, and Baker's he's thick. Not, he's thick. He is thick boy. He's not tall. He's shorter than I am, but he's, he's stocky. He is a thick human being. I could not move him if I wanted to. <laughs> you, you know, but you got to be though. You got to be if because listen, once you yeah, get up, the NFL, you've got freaks you of nature like squishing you all. Like every play, you're on a dog pile. You're you're getting hit. You're getting bumped. Like if you don't have meat on your bones, yeah. Like it's not even about all being muscle because it's not all muscle. It's just big, thick. You just got to put. Well, I watched a. Uh, you got to put size on. I watched a YouTube video with today with Josh Allen and and the Bills backup, which is. Kyle Allen, I think his name was. Josh Allen's a big boy, obviously. Kyle Allen, dude's a tiny little twig. A guy will be dead if he gets hit by an NFL lineman. And that's and honestly, that's what's crazy about Brady's, Brady's longevity. Big, he's fucking fragile, dude. He's like he's, he's not fragile. He never got hurt. You're because he's he not allowed to hit him. Because it because if you push him to the ground, you get fined a hundred thousand dollars. That's why he's still playing. Because oh, is because he's Brady. Yes, a hundred percent, dude. Hundred fucking percent, bro. Hundred percent. Okay. Number three pick in the draft, Arizona Cardinals. All right, this is what this is what. Um, uh, PFF.com is saying about Arizona. They're saying after losing Zach Allen of free agency and J.J. Watt to retirement earlier this offseason, the Cardinals' defensive line on paper is one of the least inspiring in the league. They need a major talent boost at both edge defender and interior defensive line. Um, and Brian Murphy Jr.'s departure in free agency also leaves them with holes at the inside and outside cornerback. With that been said, is there even an option for them not to, to, to take anybody else other than Will Anderson from Bama? No, that's pretty much who I've seen. They could trade. They could trade down with the Colts and still get Will Anderson. But now the Colts have uh I keep seeing the Colts attached to Why would Lamar. the Colts oh, hold on a second though? Why would the Colts move up one spot when there's still gonna be two quarterbacks available? 
Because they want a specific one? I need this. Listen, I've got the fucking big kahuna, Will Anderson, Otto. I need him to be in the top three picks. Oh, I don't know what to tell you there, bro. I, I need it to happen. I'm I'm a big fan of Arizona drafting. I mean, and here's the deal. Will the Anderson Will Anderson is, is legit. He's probably, honestly, the best fo- football player going into this draft. Would you agree or disagree with that comment? I don't know. He's largely disappeared last year. Not much of a factor. He's a big feller. Fast. He ran like a 4-6, bro. Yeah, for a big fella. Bro, 4-6 is like Heinz Ward numbers. And he's big. I'm just saying, he's he's running receipt, Listen, like slow receiver, mind you. Slow receiver 40 times in the draft, and he's a big-ass defense edge rusher, bro. Listen, I'm going to discount the skill set of every Alabama player because I hate Alabama. <laughs> Will Anderson, number three. If he's a top three pick, that card I have probably doubles, triples. It's probably worth $300. We need it to happen because I'm immediately going to sell it. All right, number four, Indianapolis Colts. What quarterback are they taking? They are going to trade this pick to the Baltimore Ravens. For Lamar Jackson? Yes. Just a straight up pick. The top four pick for Lamar Jackson. No, they're going to have to give up other stuff, but... They're going to get trade him for Lamar. And then the Ravens are going to take Anthony Richardson because he's a good replacement for Lamar. All right. So I have a feeling, first of all, where did you hear this from? This My isn't brain. a No, this is not a proke idea. You heard this from somewhere. Where, who, who are you stealing? Who are you plagiarizing right now? Actually, nobody. I I just made it up on the spot. <laughs> I, I've seen uh, I've seen lists of like four teams that might be interested in Lamar because Lamar said he wanted traded. He didn't want to be in Baltimore, so I just went with the Colts and made that up uh, right here. But couldn't the Texans be technically in like a suitor for that situation too? With them having another, like if they have two for top ten picks, I don't. I think it's the the Colts because the Colts do r- weird things. I don't see it happen. I don't see them going through this like big trade. Doing all this for a quarterback that's got a very similar, like he's literally Lamar Jackson prototype, but without the experience, he's got a he's he's a I think he's a better. I think Anthony Richardson is is got more quarterback skills than Lamar Jackson does. They're not the same player. Like they're similar. They're not the same though. They're running quarterbacks. 
or they're, no, they're, they're athletic yeah. quarterbacks. I'll, I'll, let's put it that way. They're athletic quarterbacks, but, I, but I mean, I think, I think Anthony Richardson's got one, like he's by far got the strongest arm in this draft class. Like he's just a raw quarterback that, that can run, but he's, he's, he, I would say he's probably more, dare I say, Mike Vickish than Lamar Jackson. But he's not Mike Vick. Don't get me wrong. He's not. But Vick not, had like a legit arm, us? though. I don't think he's as fast as Vick. But he's. He, I'm. I'm. I'm comparing the athletic quarterback to the arm talent. Like, but listen, Baltimore's already got an offense set up to run. To run a non-throwing first quarterback, they've got the whole thing set up for it already. Lamar said he wants out, so you have to get rid of him. Easy plug in Anthony Richardson. Put in uh, Will Levis or whatever. You have to restart and change the whole. But, but that's kind of what offense. I'm like. Why wouldn't they just if they're if they're going to go through all that? Lamar give, doesn't want to be there. He's done. But if he they're said but, I'm done, but why does he not want to be there? Because they're not going to pay him. That's the only reason why. That's the only Nobody's reason why. Nobody's going to pay him though. Right. So, but why would you go through all of that and not pay Lamar Jackson just to draft Lamar Jackson 2.0? Because they already have it set up. If they if they were to take the cracker from from Kentucky, that's they, have, they have to start over. But maybe that's what they want to do, or why not just pay him? Because he's not worth that money. But you're going to end up... What do you think Anthony Richardson is going to want in four years, bro? Maybe he'll have an agent and he's not an idiot. I don't know. I don't agree with the take. I do think Anthony Richardson gets drafted before Will does. I do think Anthony Richardson gets drafted in the top five. And the Colts look like that's where it would be. Listen, um, I'm rooting for this situation to happen with the Colts. AFC South, man. Yes, I'm all about drafting a fucking uh, quarterback that needs two to three years development. Two easy wins every year for Jacksonville. Let's go. (laughs) Anthony Anthony Richardson to fucking Indianapolis. Let's go. I'm all about it. I'm in it, man. Number five, Seattle Seahawks. Let's see what they're saying that they need real quick. Seattle, Seattle, where you at? Where's my bitch? Here's Seattle. Might say wide receiver now. They're they're saying one of their wide receivers. They're saying edge inside offensive line, cornerback, and receiver. So it says, we knew the Seahawks were going to be aggressive in trying to upgrade their defensive line from Pete Carroll's postseason press conference. And they did that in free agency by adding Draymond Jones and Jaron Reed. But they uh, they still need dominant edge presence, a position we expect them to target with the number five pick. Well, what's his name is definitely going to be gone. See, so it, it, that's actually good for Arizona because if Arizona trades out of that, you're saying that they might trade with Indianapolis th- going from three to four because th- they can't get behind Seattle because Seattle is going to take. Will Anderson is not getting out of the top five. If he's not going to Arizona, he's going to Seattle. They need the same player. Okay. 
So this is where you now get the guy from Georgia, Jalen Carter. This is the guy that um, that thinks think he's a race. He's pretty much dropped out of the first round. Has he? Mm-hmm. He's going to he go to jail, bro. He didn't, no, he's not. He didn't kill anybody. He was charged with manslaughter. That's That sounds worse than it is. I don't even think it's a felony. He was driving the car, and the person in his car died. No, I don't think that's what happened. I, I'm pretty, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I, my money is on. He, and he showed up to the combine, and he was too out of shape to even do any of the drills. I think he fell out of the first round. He All right. Look, well, listen, I'm looking at something right now that's a mock draft from, US, on it? from USA Today. And the date is March 17th, 10 days ago. And they got him at number five. Look, I'm pretty sure he was in a car that was racing another car. The car he was racing was the one that had that crashed and the guy died in. So he's involved because he was like, I think he got charged with like reckless driving and some other like bullshit. Like it wasn't like, it's not as serious. Like he's going through more mental anguish that he's going to have to, like his consequence of that, of, of his choices are him personally, not legally, at least not criminally. I'm sure some people are going to try to probably sue him after he signs his, his deal. You know what I mean? Like the Absolutely. family. Yeah. They're just waiting for him to get drafted, you know, and then there'll be lawsuits, civil lawsuits for sure. But they've got, I mean, they've got him here. They said Seattle Seahawks, number five from Denver, defensive tackle, Jalen Carter from Georgia. Seems questionable. Let's see what PFF says. No, well, they're saying that. I mean, that's the position they need. They need help inside on the defensive line. They they need guys that can get to the to the to the quarter, and that's the type of he's an inside rusher. And apparently, fits their scheme pretty well. Alrighty, number six, Detroit Lions from L.A. Rams. Are they getting a quarterback right here? Is Mister Kentucky going to be leaving the? Uh, the draft board at this spot. Say what? Number six, Detroit Lions from the LA Rams. They've got him taking Will Levis. Is it Levis or Levis? Levis? Uh, I have no idea. You call him the cracker from Kentucky? Kentucky. So I'm looking at PFF. They're saying that the Detroit Lions need inside defensive line, safety, and receiver. They don't have quarterback. Do you take a quarterback? The Rams? No, I'm sorry. The 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 Lions. They got it from the Rams. Hmm. Hmm. Or are you rolling with what's his name next season? <sighs> I'm going to stick with Goff if I'm the Lions. Not taking Levis, Levis. You've got time to pick QB. Unless so, you are like super convinced this guy's like 
the next Tom Brady. So that leaves us with number seven, and they picked up uh, Garoppolo, so they don't need a quarterback. Las Vegas Raiders. I would put a quarterback there if if they're still they've, al- already, they've already got Garoppolo, though. Yeah, Garoppolo's not a franchise quarterback. Where they're I mean they're they're giving him he's, some money. I mean, he's coming over there to play for a few seconds. What um where's Carr going? Is he New signed? Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. Is he already inked that deal up though? Like that's official? Yeah. Okay. They've got they've got Here's Las Zeke. Vegas. They've got Las Vegas taking Edge uh, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. You want odds? Odds on where Lamar is going to play? Betting you can, odds? You, you can bet on it right now? Mm-hmm. What, what is it? Plus 300 Indianapolis Colts. Plus four hundred, New England Patriots. Plus six hundred, Detroit Lions. Who is the who's the who's the who's the um, favorite? Colts. And who's the second? Who's the second favorite? Patriots. I don't see the Patriots happening. I don't either. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Who's the third? Lions. That I could see. I wonder what. Uh, I wonder what his. I wonder what their. I wonder what the uh, the contract looks like with Jared Goff right now. I wish here's I, the here's the eight eight that are listed. One through eight: Colts, Pats, Lions, Falcons. Washington Falcons would be interesting. Washington, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Miami. I'd not like my, to see him at Tennessee. Not Miami, not going to go to Tennessee, not going to go to Tampa. Atlanta could be interesting. Atlanta might pop off. Um I don't see the Patriots happening. I honestly don't see the Colts happening. I think the Colts are going to want to draft somebody. Like Lamar Jackson, you have to be sold on him as a franchise quarterback. Well, you also have to be sold on Anthony Richardson as a franchise quarterback. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. What? You don't have to be sold on him being a franchise quarterback. I mean, Lamar won an MVP. Anthony Richardson couldn't even win a game in Florida. In college. That's because he plays against the best schools in the SEC, bro. He plays against three good schools. No, there's. you're saying there's only three good schools. He I'm plays not in the it. SEC East. Bro, that you, division you, has you, one team in it. You cannot say a goddamn thing when Ohio State only plays Michigan and they lost. The, the SEC The East only game Ohio State plays. Team. Is Michigan and they've lost the, the only last game Florida years. played is the 
Georgia. They play in the S. Every fucking game is legit, bro. SEC East is trash. The SEC is the best conference in college football. The SEC East is trash. That's where Florida plays. Who does? All right, tell me right now. Name two teams that that uh, that uh, that Ohio State plays on their schedule. That's worth a shit. Michigan, and they've lost what? twice. They've lost back to back years. They have lost that last year. And who's the other team? I don't Say know Penn State. Say Penn State, because that's all there is. That's all there is. Sure, Penn State. Bunch of child molesters, bro. I don't know if you beat them two years in a row. I think you won this year and lost last year. I can't remember. Maybe you have won them twice. I don't know. Moving on. The the, the Raiders, which is, this is weird to me because it says that they need a uh, quarterback, which they don't need. Um, Offensive line and cornerback is what it says. And then they've got them in a mock dr- draft here, taking an edge rusher from Texas Tech. Number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. I would. I think it'd be interesting if what's his, uh, if uh, Lamar Jackson went to Atlanta. I'm pro that move. I and it's like I said, it's gonna be. Listen, indie. if, if the, no, look. First of all, the the fucking Ravens are not gonna be trying to trade him to a conference team. They're gonna try to. They're gonna. They're gonna be looking at all the NFC teams first. Atlanta would be sweet. With that said, Atlanta says it says here that they need an edge rusher, interior defensive line, and receiver. Of course, in the mock draft, has got him taking Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, cornerback. Which is interesting because the picture they have here of him, he's getting beat by some receiver from Rutgers in the picture, which is not a flattering image. I'm not sure why they use that one. Hmm. Number nine, Chicago Bears from Carolina. If the Bears are not going to take a quarterback because they have one, what, what do the Bears need, bro? Offensive line. Yep, it does say interior defensive line, offensive tackle, specifically a tackle and cornerbacks. Do you take the best tackle in the draft? Offensive tackle from the Ohio the, State the Ohio State University. Was that Paris Johnson? His name's Paris. That's a woman's name. It's a bitch ass city. It's an Ohio in France. name, apparently. We sent Paris Campbell to that league too. He's on the Colts. It's, or it's he a, was on the Colts. It's it's the it's the it's the biggest pussy city in all of Europe. Paris. It's the it's the most vagina city in all of Europe. Bunch of fucking pussies. The the Eiffel Tower is a cell phone tower. What the fuck's the big deal about cell phone tower? Like a, a cell phone tower. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? It's a tower. Fucking cares. <laughs> Should go climb on it and find out. Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Offensive tackle. Solid pick. Boring as fuck. Solid pick, though. All right. And rounding out the. He can guard uh, 
block for Justin Fields. Rounding out the top 10, Philadelphia Eagles. Whoever they take, trash. <laughs> why is that? Why? <laughs> why, are they, why would they automatically be trash? Because they're the Eagles. The Eagles are going to take edge cornerback. Edge defensive back or in, uh, inside um, lost like, line. They lost like two corners. Yeah, I think the the number one corner, and apparently he's supposed to be really good, um, is from uh, Oregon. He's a duck. Christian Gonzalez. Okay. That should be that should be pretty standard. I mean, he looks like he already plays for Philly. Like he's just got the I don't even know what that means, but I'm looking at his picture. It looks, he looks like, like a scumbag. No, nah, he just looks like he's, he's he looks like he's got some swag. I mean, if he's from Oregon, he's probably fast as fuck. Ducks are fast. Probably a really solid pick. Top ten. All right. Do you, I'm, I'm opening the box right now. Then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut this podcast short. Oh, not short, but maybe we'll do a two parter. Then we'll finish up the rest of the uh, the first round. But first, I'm opening up the box right here. We're gonna rip a pack. And by the way, that's what they call them now. They call them ripping packs. I don't need to see it. You're not on video. I'm showing you. I'm showing you the, uh, there you go. There's the packs right there. All right. From top to bottom, which I'm going to open one pack right now. From top to bottom, there's six packs. One, two, three, four, five. One on top, six on bottom. Give me a number. Three. You confirm I'm pulling out three, right? All right, here we go. Score football. Not the most desirable packs. It's a good sound, bro. God, it's like crack right there. It's like me hitting the crack pipe. That foil sound right there. Crack. Oh, the sound of crack. All right, here we go. A lot of base cards in this. Drew Bledsoe, Donovan McNabb, uh, Jadavion Clowney, Josh Allen's good. Um, LaVisca Chanel Jr., Jaguar player. Foye Olukun, Eric Stokes, Taysom Hill, James Connor, Tyler Conklin, Debo Samuel, Dante Hall, Zamir White, Kyle Phillips, Kingsley Inagbari, Jake Ferguson. I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Jake Ferguson, Kyron Williams. Oh, here we go. Some special cards. Here we go. Here we go. Who do we got? Tua Tag Govilioa. It's a yellow card. That's special. That's a special one. I have to look up what the odds are. Is this numbered? It's not numbered. It's not super special. That's kind of a shitty card because I don't think two is good. I mean, two again was hot. Two's career's over. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like these cards go down the shitter. Von Miller sack attack. I got a uh, potential Drake London. Um, Drake London's going to be a good receiver, I think. From USC. Know much about him? Uh, he was meh because he didn't have a quarterback. 
Devonta Smith, and then um, oh, look at this. We got the we got the Browns huddle up card. If that isn't the most uninspiring huddle I've ever seen in my it's, life, it's, that's got, got Baker. Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this uninspiring huddle. They of all the pictures they could have got. Well, they got they got a bunch of, like Baker Mayfield stand there. He goes up to David and Joku's chest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a what a very uninspiring fucking photograph that was. So yeah, so there's a, there's a pack of score right. Um. This yellow card, again, I don't know what the... It's not numbered or anything. It's not that big a deal. Um, these cards aren't worth very much. Like it, These are definitely the cards like for like kids to buy and shit. You know what I mean? But there are some big hits in here. It's just that they're hard to come by. So anyway, we'll, we'll open these. Uh, I'll open another one on the next, uh, the, on the next, uh, next, uh, part two here. And we're going to go through the rest. We're going to go through basically the rest of the, uh, the first round and see who, where these guys end up. There's probably going to be. So I think, I think the meat of this draft is going to be from like picks 12, 13 through like the mid twenties. I think there's a, there's not a lot of high end guys in this draft. There's a couple. Uh, but there's a ton of like mid first round talent. Like, like, I don't think the guy, you're the cracker from Kentucky doesn't belong in the top 10. Anthony Richardson, if you're being honest, doesn't belong in the top 10. No, but everybody reaches for QBs. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You're going to have two, three, four guys in the top 10 that probably shouldn't be there. You're going to have some busts in the top 10, I think, this year. You do every year. But uh, for but from what I've seen, like, wh- where does Olave go? He plays for the Saints. Where, where, where was he drafted, I mean? Uh, I think he was top 10. No, he was the end of the draft. Middle to end. Uh, of, the, of the first round. Garrett Wilson was Garrett Wilson was top. 10. Yeah, they were both first round. Pretty sure they were both first round. And I think I think that's I think you're going to find players like that in the in the you always do. I think that but I think yeah. in this draft from what I understand you're going to find another buckeye right there. Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's going to be a stud. How, yeah, how do you say his last name? In Jigba. In Jigba? Where's yeah. that from? Is that Irish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so at Clubhouse VIP, at Clubhouse VIP Pod, at Clubhouse VIP Pod. Part one in the books. We're gonna hit part two and open up some more packs coming up in a couple of days. All right, bro. I'll see you in part two. Word. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more. 